Hey folks, and welcome back to another edition of Get Wrecked, the only podcast anywhere in this universe where two buds take turns recommending some of their favorite pop culture hits, hidden gems, and oddities. I'm, of course, your host, Thor, joined, as always, by the man, the myth, the legend. He's Van Gogh in the streets, Picasso in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Micah! That's that's one of the best intros yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right, though. You know, we could ask God himself. Like, hey, God, any other, any other podcasts doing what we're doing? He'd be like, nah. Not since the beginning of time. Not the way you do it. Not the way you do it. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. So what are we what are we getting into today? Alright, so today we are going over a movie from I believe it's 2019. Yeah, I think so. Um, called The Platform. It's a Netflix original. Originally it is a Spanish movie from Spain. And this was a recommendation from my cousin Michelle who is a fan. She listens to all the episodes. She's always texting me. So I figured she would be a good one to give, a good person to give as like the first uh, sure. off-the-cuff recommendation. Yeah. I, I guess Kendra got the first one. I guess. But she's but, a wife, so it doesn't really count. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. No uh, offense, Kendra. You do count. You do count. Hey, Kendra, you're enough. Okay? That's really sweet, hey, Thor. You're enough. That's really sweet. <laughs> and I started doing that. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. She's, Does she hate it? Yeah. Because <laughs> even if, she, if she's like, oh, did you did you leave the light on or something? I'll just be like, hey, you're enough. You're enough. It's not your fault. <laughs> it's real. It's a real fun gag. Yeah. I'm sure she loves it. I'm sure. Yeah. But in any case. This is a recommendation from my cousin, Michelle, an avid listener, always texting me and giving us feedback, mostly positive. Mostly positive. Aside aside from your feelings on skits and music. Well, that's understandable. (laughs) But um, yeah, so she recommended this. We are going to talk to her a little bit later Mm -hmm. because she didn't give really any reason of why. So we'll find out what she liked about it or what she thought was interesting about it. Sure. But for now, I guess we just start... Digging into it a little bit. The platform, Netflix original from Spain, 2019. First thoughts, first impressions. Yeah, I I wasn't sure. I mean, I I had no idea what to expect going into this. Um, This was a movie that I think has a really interesting premise behind it. And watching it, first impressions, I I got a um, almost a squid game vibe. From it, not that it was exactly, it's nowhere near the same type of plot or premise, but I think that other countries just make movies differently than than America does. Oh, for sure. And I think that it not following the classic American kind of step by step, cut and paste movie uh, movie premise plot line uh, story arc. Um, I think that that was maybe what made me feel that way. Um, there was a lot of dialogue and I felt like it was almost necessary for that dialogue because it's really in a contained setting through the whole movie. Yeah. Well, and I also was surprised. This is not what I was expecting. Even based off the description, I thought it was going to be more of a Hunger Games sure. type of I could see that type of thing. Yeah. Um, I it, didn't. What it ends up being, though, is. You know, that platform just comes down yeah, and everybody gets a minute to eat. I, I didn't realize where it's like only two people are eating. Are eating. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So so maybe we talk about the platform and like the rules of the of the cell, because I felt like that that was kind of exposition dump given to us at the beginning through the eyes of the main character. Yeah. It follows this main character. His name is what is it? Goreg? Uh, Goreng. Goreng. It's spelled G-O-R-E-N-G. Okay. I, I think it is pronounced Gorin, though. Okay. All right. So he's the main character, and he's kind of the lens that we're viewing everything from. So as he learns stuff, we learn stuff. Yeah. And so the, the rules of the platform, he basically wakes up and... Uh, let me see. Prison's basically stacked on top of each other, right? It's one cell per floor. And the prison cell itself doesn't have any windows doesn't have anything with it except for a square-shaped hole in the floor. 
that you can look up and see the floors above you and look down and see the floors below. And then once a day, a platform basically floats from the top and goes down and stops at each floor. And this platform is filled with food. It's a pretty big platform, too. Yeah. Like, it's maybe like 10 feet by 10 feet. Yeah. And not just food, gourmet food. Yeah, really good stuff. Just gourmet, extravagant cakes and escargot and steak and wine. The, the type of buffet you'd expect to see or the type of meal you'd expect to see on a king's table. Yeah. Extravagant. Yeah. In fact, the whole movie opens up with a chef and like a crazy upscale um, kitchen, basically. Where you, like you can tell that this chef is pompous AF yeah. about his food. And uh, he really, really cares about it. So the floor basically, or the platform stops, lets people get food, and then the platform goes down. But there are caveats to it. You can't hoard food. So you can't just like grab a whole bunch of food and keep it on your floor, pull it off the platform type of thing. Yeah, because then you get burned up or frozen to death. Yeah, yeah. Like the the temperature in the, in the room gradually increases or decreases, right? And then, so so that prevents people from hoarding food. Also, each prisoner gets one item, which I thought was interesting. And I think that that's pretty important to to the characters themselves yeah. as, we, as and, we get into them. And Goran brings a book. Yeah, Goran brings a book. The guy he wakes up next to, that this is uh, Trimagasi? I think so. That's how it's spelled, how <laughs> to was, pronounce it? I, yeah, I was trying to write down the names, but when he said his name, I'm just like, I'll just, I'll just get the next one. Call him the old man. Yep. Yep, that's he basically first, what I did. And this guy, his thing he brought... I loved this, his story. He basically got <laughs> duped. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. He got duped by infomercials selling knives that cut through anything. <laughs> yeah. And then once he buys these expensive knives, or a sharpener for his knives, yeah, they come out with a sh- knife that never needs sharpened. It sharpens itself. It only gets sharper the more you use it. Yeah. And he got so mad, he threw a TV out his window and crushed a guy. At yep. least that's what he said. That is what he said. Yeah. I don't know if I believe it. Yeah. Right. That's one of those things that who who knows? Because you don't see anything about society outside of it. Nope. You, you don't see anything in this. Uh, another thing, too, is not seeing outside of it. You don't get an idea of how large this prison is at all. And they wake up and they're on floor, I think, 48. And the old man is like, oh, 48 not a bad floor. Like, that's not a bad floor like, to be 48's on. tight. This yeah. is a good spot. Like, it's not horrible. It's it's right there in the middle. You'll still get food. And at first, I'm thinking, well, why wouldn't you want to get the first floor? First floor being the very, very top floor. The numbers of the floors are kind of reversed. So instead of floor number one being at the bottom, floor number one's at the very top. Yep. And then they're not really sure how many floors are below. Yeah, they start out thinking... Um, I made some notes about this specifically because it's interesting because they start out with Trimagasi being like, there's 150. Yeah. Or no, uh, Goring says, they told me there's 100 floors. And Trimagasi is like, I was on 138 and there was still way more below me. He's like, there's at least 150. Yeah. And then as it goes on, eventually uh, the lady he he ends up going to mm-hmm. sell. She tells him that Emag- I think there's 200, Emag- right? Emag- girl. Yeah. She's like, there's 200. Yeah. And then they wake up on 202. Yeah. And there's still way more. So this that this thing just keeps unfolding mm-hmm. every time. And then he starts, um, you know, counting the floors. Yeah. And- well, counting the time. Sure, counting the time. Because they're on each floor for a month. And then at the end of that month, they get gassed. And then they wake up at random at a different floor. So that's kind of the premise as far as how this system works in there. Is there anything that we missed on that? No, I don't think so. So essentially, if you're at the top, you get this full, complete buffet, take whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And so as it goes lower and lower, each person, you get one minute. You can't keep any food. You're locked in just you and your cellmate. Is that all it was? It was one minute? One minute. Wow. Okay. To eat whatever you can. I believe it was about a minute. Yeah, um, I knew it wasn't very long. I don't long. know if they specifically said. I think I think they did. Yeah. Um, but so the real, the whole premise of this is as it gets lower and lower, eventually 
there is nothing left. Yeah. So once you start getting to the really low levels, you just get a platform that shows up. You just get a platform that shows up with nothing else. Yeah. So you have the option to either fast for a month, for a month <laughs> with no food, nothing but water, because yeah. they do have access to water. You can fast, you can kill yourself, or you can kill the person in the cell with you and eat their flesh. Yep. That's yeah. pretty much your only option or hope that somebody else jumps to their death, lands on your floor, and, and then, then you, you can, can eat, eat their flesh. Yeah. It, this movie had some really... It started weird, and I feel like it got stranger as the movie went on. Oh, yeah. It was it was wild. Yeah, because yeah. they spent a, flo- a month on each floor, mm-hmm. um, and then you get randomly assigned to a new floor. Yeah. So sometimes you're on level 38, you got plenty to eat. Sometimes you're on level... 150 or 180 yeah and you got you got nothing nothing to eat you got nothing yeah so so the main character right this guy named goran uh what'd you think of him i liked goran yeah i like the guy who played him i Mm -hmm. felt like he for what this character was supposed to be he's kind of perfect yeah he played a very interesting role and this guy had to because basically everybody else you see kind of has very specific point of view a very specific personality yeah but you see Gorin changing you see him going through the changes of not knowing what this place is because he volunteered to go in here yep so yeah. i don't even know they don't even say it's a prison you don't necessarily yeah. know it's a prison so that, it seems like it's kind of a prison slash test place. Sure. what what were your initial thoughts on it thor like what what were your right out of the gate what um, were you thinking of it i was sucked in right away were you I was because I was like, okay, this is mysterious. I don't know what's going on. That's um, true. I love yeah. the way they kind of explained that, how you kind of slowly learned more and more. Yeah. Um, and Trimagazi, this guy's awesome. The old man? Yeah, the old man is awesome. They're, the dialogue between him and Goring is great. it's something (laughs) it's very because they're that guy's also intentionally being sneaky he's like i'm not going to answer any more questions until you tell me stuff about yourself yeah and then they got into this weird thing where he kept saying can we talk to the people upstairs and he's like the people upstairs won't talk to you because you're below them obviously obviously well can i get the people below he's like don't talk to the people below we're above them they don't matter obviously yeah. And then Goran starts saying, obviously, and then he asks, at some point he asks for something or asks for some information. He's like, I'll only tell you if you never use my word again. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, obviously, it's my word. It's my word. Yeah. So you find out that, that Goran is there. He signed up for it and he signed up for a six month stint. And so in the conversation between him and the old man and he's given this information yeah you find out that he's there for six months and if he gets out and survives then he gets what they call an accredited degree so i don't know if that means a college degree yeah basically like a yeah, doctorate like they'll or give something him, they'll, which to me i don't know if i would take that deal but it also seems like he didn't fully know what it was oh like like he'll get an accredited degree that sounds like it's gonna help me out no i mean it sounds like he didn't know they call it the hole that's what he calls it oh so he didn't know what he was signing up now this thing is called a vertical community management system the vcms yeah but all the people in it call it the hole the hole yeah or the pit i think too is used or the pit yeah yeah and I don't think he fully understood what it was. What he was getting himself because into. his dumbass decided to bring a book. He did he, bring a book. If he knew what it was, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have brought a book. Probably not. Yeah. So they the first whole opening area, you're kind of figuring out what the what the rules of the land are through the old man, and then they fall asleep, they get gassed, and then they wake up on floor. I think 178 was what I wrote down. I don't know if that's yeah. Um, but when they wake up, Goran is strapped to his bed <laughs> yeah. by a whole bunch of bed sheets. Like he just wakes up and he is tied and gagged and bound to the bed. Yep. And the old man is like, look, I'm sorry to do this, but we're going to have to eat somebody. And I don't want to get eaten. I woke up first. Yeah, and, he's, and he's like, now, listen, I'm a nice guy. I'm only just going to cut little strips off of you. And when I do, and I'll even let you eat some of it. Yeah, I won't kill you. you. Yeah. I won't let you bleed out. 
Hopefully. Hopefully. But look, I'm a good guy. I'll let you eat some strips of your ass fat. Yeah, essentially. And he said that the reason that he didn't want him to die is because then the meat would spoil. So couldn't die too soon. And also keep in mind, when Gurren first woke up Mm -hmm. in the the first month, when they're on level 48, they're eating well. That guy said, you know, my last cellmate isn't here anymore. He finished his his, uh, term, right? But Gurren's like... Because he had told him he had been on a really low cell where they didn't have food. And Gurren's mm-hmm. like, well, did you eat him then? And he's like, well, no, a prisoner fell and we ate that. And then my cellmate finished their stint. Once again, I don't know if I believe that. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't believe it. Yeah. Because once you get, because as soon as he gets to the next level, he ties Gurren up and is like, yeah, he's I'm like, gonna, I'm going to eat you. I'm going to slice you up. I'm going to eat you. Yeah. I'll keep you alive. Yeah. Oh, before before they get to that floor, though, there's this one scene. So the, the platform comes down once a day. And at first, Goran is like, I'm not eating. That's disgusting. Because it, it did not look appetizing. It looked like if you went to Cracker Barrel and went to a table of 50 people, and then they just demolished it and left. Like the, the stuff that a busboy cleans up, but worse. Like yeah. That's what was the table. So when it's... At, at whatever floor they were at, it was scraps, really. But it was a thing where they had enough to eat and there was still a little bit of chicken leg left. So, like, yeah. you could pick the bones type of thing. Yeah. But it was it, gross. Yeah. Well, and there was a good bit of food left. Like, but it yeah. is gross food well, that's been picked huge, over right? and, and yeah. eaten. Yeah. And the first couple of days, Gurren doesn't eat because he's yeah. like, this is that's gross. disgusting. Yeah. And Trimagazi, he's just... He's stuffing himself. He's greedily eating. He's like, ha, ha, ha. He, he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he really grossed me out. I I don't like the sound of eating. <laughs> There's a lot. I don't like mouth Especially sounds. with him. Yeah. And there are a lot of scenes where he's just, like, it's a close-up of him stuffing his face. And you just hear the sniffs, the snarls, the, the smacking of the gums. Yeah, and I, I think that's all intentional to yeah, make you to make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah, absolutely, it is, and it worked because I hated it. But then one day the platform comes down, and there's this woman on it, just sitting there. Yeah, minding her own business. Yeah. So Goran's like, "What?" And he reaches. He tries to help her. He reaches out to touch her and be kind to her. And uh, Termagazi says she's looking for her child. Yeah, somewhere on here, and. uh then he lets him know uh, she does this every month. She's just trying to find her kid. And so every month she also kills her cellmate immediately because <laughs> yeah. that means she'll have a new cellmate the next month. It ups her chance of getting paired up with her kid. With her kid. Yeah. And you can see that she has been through some stuff. Like she's she's not well kept at all. Her hair is like frayed and matted. Yeah, she's they, full on feral. Yeah, she's she's been there a while. I don't know how long. They'd never say, I don't think. And she doesn't really talk. I don't even think she has a line in the movie. No, she does not talk. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe once, once. Once or twice. Yeah. So so that's important because yeah. when we when we get to floor 178 and Goran's now gagged and bound the time comes where he he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait as long as I can. Yeah, Trimagasi's a nice guy. Right, he tried. He he's did a good wait. dude. He waited he's as like, long as he could. He's like, look, I'm not gonna eat you right away. Hopefully, something's gonna happen. Yeah, hopefully he, a body. He's falls. like, something will come down, or maybe we'll get some. We'll see. Yeah, he's a nice guy. <laughs> but then yeah. after about like six days, yeah, of nothing, he's like, I just I keep looking at you, and. The hunger's making me mad, so I'm sorry, but it's happening now. So he takes his knife, because that's the item he brought with him. Yep, his super sharp knife. The knife that only gets sharper. He starts cutting into Gurren's leg. Ugh. And... Not a fan. And Gurren is tied up on the bed. Yeah, that's a horrific scene. Because, like, you can't help but think, like, oh, God, you're tied up. You can't do anything, and you're just getting your leg dug into as he's carving meat off it. Yeah, that scene made me feel very uneasy. It's horrific. I was not a fan at all. But then the platform comes down. Gurren looks up and who's on it? Mi Miharu. This is the girl from the platform. Yep. And whereas Trimagazi had said, pay, don't pay any attention to her. Don't pay. Gurren showed her kindness on when she got to his level on 48. Yeah. So she sees what Trimagazi is doing to him. Old man is trying to cut a piece out of him. 
and she helps out. She takes Termagazi out. Yeah, just straight up kills him. She like grabs the knife from him and stabs him in the neck. Yeah, and then releases and then cuts cuts Gorong free and then gives him the knife yeah. and then hops on the platform. Yeah, and Gorong finishes the deal. No, she doesn't hop back out. She stays with him one night. Oh, does she? Yeah. Okay. Well, that was nice of her. Yep. Yeah, she kind of <laughs> helps him. him. She gives him water. That's right. Um, she cleans him up a little bit. That's right. And then in the next day, she's just like, peace. Yeah. And gets back on that platform, keeps yep. going down. Yeah. When So when they got to that floor, that 178, I was like, this is the movie. I was like, this is the movie. He's the villain. And this is the scenario that we're that we're working with. I figured yeah. that, that we had been introduced and now these this is the bad times. But it's not that at all. In fact, the movie then kind of goes through this cycle of different cellmates yeah. that Grong has. Well, but this is when the darkness really starts. Oh, because yeah. Because he killed Tremagazi. Mm-hmm. And so now he has no option but to eat Tremagazi. Yeah. As well. And then once the meat goes bad and the maggots start growing in him, he starts eating the maggots. Yep. And now he's having visions psychotic visions of Trimagazi. Yeah. He's talking to because he's like, you've eaten me. Mm-hmm. I'm with you forever now. Yeah, it was real creepy. <laughs> it was real eerie. <laughs> I, I was not... this. So this this part of the movie is where I'm like, mm, I don't know if I like this movie. I don't know if this is for me. There's torture. There's uh, psychological cannibalism. It's uh, it's not my bag, dude. Yep. Yep. Wasn't, Tough wasn't, watch. Wasn't really for me. I'm like, I don't know how much more of this I'm going to enjoy. Yeah. So then, but he makes it through the month, yeah. eating Trimagazi and his maggots. Tastes great, I'm sure. And then he wakes up again. He's on like floor. I think I think he wakes up on floor thirty something. Or no six. No, never mind. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it's it was, like floor twenty something. Yeah, something it, like it's, that. A, it's a good floor though. Yeah, it's, it's pretty a high good up. floor. He's gonna be eating good. Yeah. And he wakes up next to the lady who did his intake. The lady who had interviewed him to put him in this place. Yeah. And and while the movie happens, they kind of have these small intermittent moments of him at the office kind of signing up for the thing. Yeah. Where she's asking, what kind of food do you like? Yeah. And um, so then it flashbacks because because he wakes up and she knows who he is. She calls him by name right away. And he's like, how do you know my name? And then it, it backtracks. And and this is Emma girl. Yeah. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. It looks like emo girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and what's her item? What's her item, Thor? She brings her dash hound. Yeah. Her little dachshund, the little wiener dog. And what what was his name? Ramses? Ramsey the second. Ramsey the second. Yeah. Her little puppers. Yeah. So for me, when I saw that, I'm like, well, fuck, that dog's dead. And I've got a thing for animals. Right. Like, yeah. I've got this really hard exterior because my wife wants all the animals in the world. So I purposely build up that wall. But I can watch Die Hard and watch people get their face blown off all day. Well, and they intentionally picked, like, the cutest right? pup. Yeah. But if Sassy goes over the waterfall in Homeward Bound, dirty snot nose crying yeah. is happening. Yeah, that's it. You're done for the day. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need to take a nap <laughs> right? after this. Right? So this adorable little dog shows up and I'm like, well, that thing's dead. <laughs> I like this movie even less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i just knew i just knew i was like there's no way that dog was going to survive yeah and this lady believes in the process of what this is supposed to be because from her perspective she's like this is called the vertical uh vertical community management system yeah and essentially she's like so the people in here have to figure out that you have to portion she's like there is plenty of food because she's like, there's 200 floors in this place. Right. There is plenty of food for everyone if we ration. And so she starts, she makes her rations, and then she makes the rations for the people below her. And every day she starts yelling to them, hey, I made your rations. You have to eat yours and then do the same for the next people. And yeah. every time they look at her and like, fuck you, who are you? Yeah. What are you talking about up there? Yeah. You... You suck. Get out of here. Yeah. We're They're like, we like, were on floor 176. We didn't eat for a month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this goes on for like two weeks mm-hmm. until finally Gurren is like, he looks down at him. He's like, listen, you idiots. 
every day you're going to start doing your portions and sending out portions for the people below you or I'm going to shit all over this. I'm going <laughs> to shit all over all the food. Every last piece. I'm going to shit all over the food. Yeah. Everywhere. And they're like, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> and, and, she, and then food. she kind of gets mad and she's like, they needed to figure it out for themselves. And he's like, they did figure it out. Yeah. And she and she's like, uh, well, what about the people up top? And he's like, I can't shit up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And that is a big... We haven't touched on that enough is like the people in this place, mm-hmm. their feelings are when you're on top, fuck everyone below you. Yeah, absolutely. And when you're whoever's above you, fuck them. You only care about your level. Yeah. Um, and actually, Termagazi in the beginning, when he's explaining that to Gurren, because Gurren's trying to talk to people below him, he's like, don't talk to them. Yeah. And Gurren tries to do something nice. I forget exactly what it is. And Termagazi just starts pissing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, that's, they're below us. We don't think about them. Yeah. And the people above us, fuck them. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, you tell me if if you think this, I feel like this whole movie is really just kind of a, um, it's really just kind of a metaphor for capitalism. I think it's, I think definitely at first. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's definitely that. And uh, I think that there. Well, the VCMS anyway, the actual the main plot device this sure this uh the whole this yeah. this whole system it is kind of like like just a metaphor for capitalism right because the people up top are, are greedy and they're they're not thinking about the people below them and yep. they're taking what they can and fuck everybody below them yep sure and as you get farther and farther down the rung yeah you just don't have resources you just don't have so you yeah. have to do what you gotta do yeah there there is there is something to be said though about the this kind of there i think that there is some context on socialism in the movie as well farther down in the plot yeah, because eventually, uh, eventually this woman gets she's hanging out and the platform comes down and Mitsuharu. Yeah, Miharu. Miharu. Uh, she's on the platform, but this time she's beat to shit. Like she is heavily wounded and things didn't go so great for her when yeah. coming down this time. Yeah, things didn't go so great and didn't go so great pretty early because they're on like the 20 something well, floor. And it seems like she's like she's been dinged up pretty bad through as long as she's been here because here's the thing she's coming down on these levels whatever's on that platform is fair game yeah and she is a woman Mm -hmm. coming down you know what i mean so you you, the implication is you know obviously people have tried to um you know assault her yeah you know it has to as well as you know, and maybe they saw her before and they killed something. Maybe people have a vendetta, like... Sure. Or maybe they just need to eat her. Like, if she's on floor 170 and there's no food. Exactly. So, but, but this time, she got dinged up pretty bad mm-hmm. on the way down to where Gurren is. Yeah. So, he, you know, he helps her. He pulls her off the pulls her off the platform. She helped me. I'm going to help her. Yeah. Emo lady also helps. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so, they're all sleeping. And this part. This part. Yep. Sure enough, you wake up to the screams of Emo Emo Girl. Yep. And the dog is dead. The dog is dead. Yep. Uh, Miharu killed the dog. Yep. And ate like all of it. Yeah. And essentially, <laughs> you basically see. And essentially, like an she's like, uh, "You killed my child. I'll kill yours." Yeah. Is the mentality. Yeah. She was. And, and then she gets. And then she's losing her mind. She just saw her dog get killed and eaten in front of her yeah and this woman loved her dog too because she would she was all about the portioning right but she was doing it so that like she would eat a day and then she would let ramses the second eat the next day yep so she cared about the whole like portion rationing but also cared about her dog so much that she didn't feed her dog and her she alternated yep they so each that, get a portion one day yeah so yeah. It kills her dog. Kills her dog. Wrecks her. And then uh, Miara just keeps going down the thing. Yep. And at this point, Goering says she's looking for a kid. You know, that she's upset. And the lady's like, I did her intake. She doesn't have a kid. She's delusional. She's an actress who picked a ukulele as her item. As her item. Yeah. Once again, I don't know if any of that's true. We find out eventually. 
about something, kind of. Yeah, it's hard to say yeah. for sure. So, um, so something that made me laugh about it, too, was after that happens, she's basically done. Like, mentally, she's over all of this. She yeah. basically checks out, and she calls Garong. She's like, you're such a fucking moron. Who brings a book to this place? And I'm like, woman, you brought a dog. <laughs> pot fucking to cattle jesus yeah. <laughs> you brought a freaking dog like an extra mouth to feed and who knows who your prison mate was gonna be that could have been anybody like your very first time could have been on floor 150 with a starving guy he's eating that dog yeah. like there's you're such a dumb person and calling him calling him stupid for bringing a yeah. book but and she had revealed at this point she had cancer right she and she doesn't have long to live anyway so yeah. she came here to try and kickstart the getting people to portion and act yeah. act like a community yeah basically this, trying trying to get top this top down system yeah to do what they're supposed to be doing um, but in any case so she's super depressed they get gassed now this is important she said there are 200 she worked for this place yep she said there are 200 200 floors yeah they get gassed they wake up on floor 202. Yeah. Well, Gurren wakes up and he, uh, first thing he sees, she has hung herself. Yep. It was pretty smartly done too, because they just, they talk about being on floor 200 or that it's floor 200. And then the next thing, when he wakes up, he just kind of shoots up and they've got the floor number big carved into the wall. Yeah. Every time they do it this every time. They're like, Trumagasi, the old guy, he's like, there's 150 floors. Yeah. I know there's, because Gurren comes in thinking there's 100. He's like, I know there's more than 100. I was on 138. Yeah. So there's 150. At least. At least. I think yeah. he's like, it can't be many more than right. that. Right. So he's like 150. They yeah. go to 178. Yeah. Then he's back up high with this lady. She worked for the place. She's like, no, there's 200. Yeah. And yeah. then they're on 202. Yeah, it was then, pretty smartly yeah. done. And once again, he has to resort to cannibalism. Mm-hmm. He also starts to have his hallucinations as well. Yeah, more intense, a lot more of them now. Yeah, and you know, so the, the old, old man, man is just see, visiting him constantly. And yeah. he's like, she killed herself so you could eat her. Yeah, and then she shows up. And once he eats her. Because yeah. once he's eaten her, yeah, then, he, then she's, she's part with of him, him. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, of course I killed myself so that he could eat me. But she's looking at it like almost like she's almost thinking less about like thinking less of him as a person, at least in his brain. That's kind of the that's kind of the mindset that it, it appeared to be where the old man was like, you're doing what you got to do to survive. Like, that's, that's what you do in here. You do what you need to do to survive. And her, she's kind of disgusted by the fact that he's eating her. Even though he's like, she's like, of course I did that. I knew that he should eat. And she made just some comments about how, I don't know, how maybe she was just disgusted with the whole society. Yeah. Well, of and the also this thing. is all in his brain. Yeah. So these are his thoughts. Right. I mean, I guess. Essentially. Yeah. I, I assume they are. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. I don't count anything out with this because you never really truly learn. Yeah. Like they also keep saying, you know, this whole place is set up by what did they call it? The organization or the administration, the administration, which yeah. sounds like the government, I guess. Right. Or something you never learn anything about the administration. Yeah. That's that's something that really kind of bugged me about the whole movie was that you don't there's no context in the film. Like there's no you yeah. have to take the film for just what it is and the information that they're able to piecemeal you or willing to piecemeal you kind of throughout it. That's kind of fun to an extent, but I felt like there were a lot of answers that or a lot of questions left unanswered. Yeah. Ultimately. But, but I think that that was by design. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And then at this point, oh, I mean, he's really going nuts. Yep. And like, I mean, he's having visions basically this whole month. He starts counting how long it takes the the thing to move, so he has a good idea of how many how many levels there are. This time he started counting, so he knows how many levels there are now. He's he's like, there's 250 levels. There's yep. there's still another 48 below the one I'm at. Yeah, because he's timing how um, long it takes yep. for. And now I want to steamroll kind of through a little bit of this. Yeah. Um. So now he wakes up again. He's on floor six. Yep. That's a dope spot to be at. It is a pretty nice spot. And. Uh, he's with a guy who has a rope. Mm-hmm. And this guy is like, I've 
I've talked to God. He said, I'm getting out of here. And he's talking to the people above him, the guy with the rope. And he's like, help me. I have a rope. We can get out of here. So he throws the rope up. Yeah. First, people are kind of dicks, but they're like, you know what? Yeah, that's fine. Sure. Throw the rope up. And he starts climbing up the rope. <laughs> and one of the people in the cell above him just shits on his face. Shits on his face. Yeah. Just pulls her pants down and shits Sh- on his face. Shits right on his face. Yeah. So funny. And then this guy falls down, <laughs> loses his rope. Gurren saves him from falling. Yeah. But this guy is just depressed mm-hmm. now. Because he thought he was like, I've never been this high. I'm never going to get this high again. It was our only chance. But Gurren tells him, no, there's another way. Because part of these visions on the last floor, the old man also was, you know, reading some like biblical, saying yeah. some biblical scripture shit to him. Some weird messianic um, About like you're stuff. eating the flesh of my flesh. Um, and through my flesh, you have eternal life and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's getting real weirdly biblical. Yeah. That's kind of like the spark of Gurren being like, I figured it out what we have to do. Right, so it's it's that with the experience of hanging out with the woman and her kind of imposing the idea of everybody should be rationing their food. Yeah. And then everything would work. Yeah, and basically Gurren's like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to get on this platform. We're going to ride it down. We're going to take these big metal poles and we're not going to let anybody eat till at least floor 100. I think it was 50. No, it was 100. Was it? I could be wrong. You, you okay. may be wrong. I'm not sure. But yeah, he's like, yeah. we're going to ride these down. Yeah. And, nobody, to and if somebody tries to touch the food, we're going to kill them. Yeah. Or we're going to, you know, we're, we're going to stop, stop them. them. Yeah. We're getting down. We're going to make sure the people on the lower levels get some. And then the hope is that when he's like, we might die doing this. But the hope is that in the future, those people are going to do the same thing and that this will be the change. This will sure. be the message people need. And then they're like, no, we're actually... We're going to send food back. We're going to ride all the way to the bottom and we're going to keep this perfectly pristine little piece of cake, this beautiful, exquisite gourmet cake. We're going to keep it perfectly intact and we're going to send it back up in protest. Mm -hmm. And that will let the administration know that will send them the message. The message. The message. Yep. Yeah. So they try it. They do. They do it. They go down and they're just cracking skulls. They, it's kind of an action movie part. They're cracking yeah. skulls. Yep. Until eventually they get too far. Uh, they get to a room. Uh, and unfortunately, one of the guys has a samurai sword. Yeah. And they get jacked up. They do. They get sliced up. I mean, they're barely alive at yeah. this point. Also, Miharu gets jacked up because she's on that floor. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they come down, and Miharu, I think, is just getting stabbed to death while yeah. while they're like while the platform is being. Oh, lowered. that's what it is. She's getting stabbed to death, and Gurren immediately is like, "No," because he had already had he had been daydreaming about sex in her. Yeah, so he's kind of like weirdly attracted to her, as mm-hmm. well as scared of her. He had nightmare. He also had nightmares of waking up next to her and getting killed. Getting killed, her. yeah. Um, so he has weird relationship with this lady but she's getting killed in front of them Mm -hmm. so he tries to intervene they both end up getting stabbed they survive but they're fucked up and so now they're just riding down to the bottom yeah and they just keep going oh and no the cake gets destroyed this cake that was supposed to stay perfect in the struggle it ends up getting uh does it i didn't think that it did because because they got they kept going down and down and the oh you are right I'm yeah, sorry you're right the, the guy that w- went down with him the black guy that went down with him he just started repeating like the cake is the message the cake is the message the yeah, cake yeah. is the message that's right I am get, I'm getting a little ahead of myself yeah so so they go down and they just keep going yeah and they realize that the floor doesn't stop when there's nobody alive yeah so it keeps going and going and it gets darker and sadder and worse and worse the further they go down. Yeah. And they, it just, it gets gross. And it finally like, gets to level 333. Yeah. And there's a kid hiding under the, under bed. the bed. And this is the part where the black guy, and I didn't write his name down, but. Um, yeah, I didn't write his name down. But he either. was like, the cake is the message we have to. And Gurren goes, no, we have to give her the cake. Right. We have to give the kid the cake. Because the kid's like, what, nine, ten years old? Yeah. Maybe. Somewhere around there. And so they hop off the platform and the platform starts going down. Mm-hmm. And Gurren's like, we got to, we got to. And he's like, he's like, no. And they're holding on to the food, 
but nothing's happening. They're not getting cold. Yeah. They're not getting hot. For whatever reason, this floor is allowing. Yeah, it's allowing them to keep the food to and feed keep the kid the food, to keep by the time food. the platform leaves. And yeah. this is the bottom floor. 333 and there's just this lone kid down there no idea how long they've been there why they're alive still yeah no idea but at this point they do have because Gurren says like no we have to feed her yeah he has to make you know the ultimate sacrifice sure yeah so they use the cake and they give the cake to the kid kid eats up the cake and then he kind of I think the, the black guy dies. I think yeah. he, he bleeds out. Eventually. Yep, he bleeds out and dies. So then it's just Gurren and yeah. the girl. And the girl. And he realizes the girl is the message. So rather than sending the cake up, we're going to send this kid up all the way through. Yeah, which is convenient because he doesn't have anything else to be a message at this point. Right. <laughs> so so the next day this platform comes down. He gets the girl. He puts her on the platform. Mm-hmm. She falls asleep, and they're just riding down into the In, darkness. Yeah, it is like... Into the depths of hell, the very bottom. And he's talking to the old man, and, you know, they're he's come to the conclusion, the girl is the message. And at the bottom, it gets to the bottom, he steps off the platform, because the old man is like, she is the message, yeah, not you. You've done your part. Yeah. And then the girl goes back up, and yep. the movie ends. And Gurren goes off with uh, the old man and they kind of are joking and they're friends. And this is the part where I was like, so I think the thing is like a metaphor for capitalism. I'm this whole pretty sure about that. Yeah. Um, I felt like that was a little on the nose. And I was like the ending part and mixed that with like some of those biblical talks. I'm like, also kind of seems like a little bit of a metaphor for like Christianity. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, in that he made you know the ultimate sacrifice like was that the entire purpose of this place oh okay was for somebody to make a sacrifice for the good of everyone else sure so do you think that he was like an allegorical jesus type of yeah figure? he kind of and i think uh he kind of looked like the standard you know european portrayal of jesus sure i could see that um yeah i could see that so to yeah. me that's kind of what i took from it yeah was like capitalism being rescued by Jesus. <laughs> I don't know if that's right, but that's kind of how it felt to me. You put that on the DVD, <laughs> the platform. It's like capitalism being rescued by Jesus. <laughs> Thor Jolly. <laughs> With a lot of cannibalism. With a lot of cannibalism and shitting. There was so much shitting. Yeah, I've I definitely capitalism. It was definitely a view on society. For sure. There was yeah. no question with that. Oh, absolutely. And I, I think, though, that there was... The capitalism thing is definitely true. I think when they tried the socialism thing, though, it didn't work out too well either. Correct. Because yeah. when they were trying to not um, not feed the first 50 or 100 floors or whatever, those dudes were not happy about it. They were like, yeah. no, fuck you, I'm eating. Yeah, they had to kill people. Yeah. So, so like... That clearly wasn't working out too well either. And when when they, they reach this floor and it, there's some like old wise man that's in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, and he's like, look, I get what you're doing. It's a good cause, but you're going about it the wrong way. He's like, you're scaring these people. You're doing it violently. Like you need to convince them. You need to let them. You know, do it with kindness, so to speak. Because every single time that they go down to the floor, both of the guys are like, you back the hell up, we're going to fucking kill you. Yeah, if you so touch this food. They either end up terrifying people yeah. or the people who won't be terrified get their skulls crashed in by metal pipes. Yeah, so so he's like, you're doing it wrong. You need to do it with kindness and try to convince them to... Yeah, which is to, like what the lady was saying. Yeah, to turn around to it. And it didn't really work out too well in, in many cases. Like, yeah. they would still try to approach the the platform and so they still got to crack some skulls <laughs> yep yeah yeah it was it was kind of a wild it's kind of a wild movie yeah there's yeah. a lot of i honestly i think i'm gonna watch it again some at some point oh, I, yeah? I need some space from it but i definitely want to give it some space um you want to give michelle a call and we'll see sure. we'll get get, get her Michelle's thoughts take. on it yeah and 
then we can kind of go over the last couple of some of the things we like, don't like, stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know. <laughs> Sounds like you were not a fan of all the cannibalism. Uh, well, yeah, there's that. I'm not too big of a fan of that. Or the shitting. Or the torture. Okay. So, like 30, <laughs> 40% of the movie? Maybe. Maybe. I'm going to have to reflect. You're interested in seeing it again? I am not at all. <laughs> not not just, at all. I just need to digest some of it a little yeah. bit more, I think. Hello? Hey, Michelle. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. You are live on the podcast with me and Micah right now. As live as live gets. All right. Can you, you hear Micah that doesn't like the skits? Yeah, told you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's me. Awesome. So, Michelle, we've been sitting here. We've been talking. We've been kind of going over the plot um, of the platform. And we were curious. So, some of your thoughts. Um, but first of all, why did you recommend this? What about this um, did you find interesting? Well, the movie got blind recommended to me by a coworker. They just said, watch it. I watched it and I really just feel like it's a cerebral mindfuck from start to finish. You just never know what's happening next. That is true. I would say they I, keep I really guessing. Like, yeah, I felt like I had the plot figured out and then there's another twist. Yeah, I Obviously. would agree with that. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> the guy's great. So we were talking, do you think this is accurate? We kind of felt like the whole, the system itself, the the hole, the pit, the VCMS, whatever you want to call it, um, is kind of a metaphor for capitalism. Absolutely. And then when Gurin and uh, the the black guys start going down, you know, on level six, they start going down. That's kind of like them trying to impose socialism. I absolutely think it's a complete metaphor or analogy for capitalism and trying to show good and bad. So, and I think, this is my take, is I think Gurren is kind of like uh, Jesus because he makes the ultimate sacrifice for the good of everyone else. Yeah, they called him the Messiah. They did do that, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess they did. Was that in his mind, or was that in in the you know in the actual parts where it was real? It's never made clear. Yeah, I think it was a little bit of both. Like he felt that they that lady wanted him to do that. Sure. So, so Michelle, I've got a question for you. Um, do you think that the end of the movie actually happened? Or do no. You, no, you think that that was, do you think that Gurong was dead by the time they reached the kid? Or do you think that the kid wasn't actually real? I don't think the kid was actually real. I think he was hallucinating in and out by the end of there with all of his injuries. Yeah, all of his blood loss and stuff. What do you think about that, Thor? Come on, guys, have a little hope. Have, a, <laughs> have some goddamn hope. What are you doing to me? I'm a realist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I questioned if the whole thing at the end was was real at all because he walks away with the old man, right? Yeah, he does, and I I just feel that having that little little kid in there screws up the whole like logical part of the thread of the plot, especially on floor three hundred and thirty three. Like, how's that kid? Yeah. How's that kid surviving? That was my question. Exactly. And there was, and the platform still moved when the kid took food. Sure, yeah, and they, like, um, so like nothing happened on the floor, like they didn't burn up or freeze up or anything yeah, like and, that. And, the, and the, that's always what happens when you keep food, and that didn't happen when the kid kept food. What do you think, Thor? Well, no, I think that is a because once again, this thing is supposed to be like an experiment. So if the food managed to reach the very bottom floor. They could keep it. They could keep it if it if it got that far down. If it got that far down, like that's a valid point. Experiment succeeded, type of thing. Exactly. That's yeah. an interesting thought. That's an interesting thought. It's a very valid. It's a, yeah, it's a valid point. And then he gets down there and he puts her on to let him know it worked. I did it. 
That's a completely different take on the ending for me. Hmm. Yeah, because I like hope. All right. <laughs> okay, well, you know. Oh, how did you? Realist. What can how I did, say? How did you feel about all the cannibalism? Michael was not a fan. I was. Or the torture. A, he didn't really like that. I'm not a. I'm not a fan of any of that in like real life, but I think it added a grittiness to the movie. I would also like to add, just on the record, I'm not a fan of all the shitting that was referenced and put in the movie. That was like my favorite part. Of course it was your favorite part. <laughs> of course that was your favorite part. They shit on his face. Come on. <laughs> I mean, like that was really, I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going to eat your food? You're not, they're not going to let him climb up. <laughs> Uh, yeah. This was definitely an interesting pick, Michelle. It was very, yeah, it's it's definitely not something I watch very often. I had not watched it in a few years before you guys were going to watch it. Yeah, I think I this wanted was... wanted to refresh myself. Yeah, I think this was a perfect recommendation, honestly, because it is something a little weird, a little outside the box. I don't think we, I, I know I wouldn't have watched it. Uh, yeah, me either. This is not something that I would have chosen if I was just kind of looking for something to to view. But now it's his yeah, favorite I, movie. He's going to watch it many times again in the future. Yes, absolutely. I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely, I never would have watched it had I not got the blind recommendation from a coworker to watch it. I will say that so. I enjoyed the experience of watching it. And that's kind of the whole reason that we're doing this show is just to to get into things that we normally wouldn't get into. Yeah. Oh, Michelle, one more question. Did you watch it? We both watched it um, because it is in Spanish. We both watched it um, dubbed. Did you watch it with subtitles or dubbed? I watched it dubbed and with subtitles. Which is better? Because my mom is hard of hearing. Oh, okay. Oh, so so it was dubbed and subtitles were on? Yes. Okay. Oh, but you didn't watch it in Spanish with subtitles? No. I'm not, no. It was in English, but I just don't have, yeah. Did the subtitles match what they were saying? Not always. Yeah. yeah I mean, right. it's the general idea, but not right. always verbatim. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad you guys found it interesting. We did. Thank you for the recommendation. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah, we really do, Michelle. I, I really appreciate it. Um, I, I still don't like skits and rap albums. That's okay. You don't have to, but you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Completely understandable. Completely understandable. But I will, if I come across the other stuff, I will share them along as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Let us know. Hopefully just so. a little less cannibalism and shitting and torture. <laughs> don't listen to him. You can throw all the cannibalism and shit and torture in there you want. All right. Well, Preference, we'll- I did say, I also recommended another movie that had, I feel like, a lot less gore. Interesting. Oh, okay. The D. Snyder movie has less gore. I think so. It's all in one scene that's less. That's gore. Okay. Based it's, on the pic, we looked at the picture and we were like, "Nah, I don't think so." <laughs> it's all in one scene that's uh, uh, Strange Land is like all the gore is in like one scene near the end of the movie. Neat. Mm, okay. Cool. So. All right. All well, right. awesome. Thank you for uh, taking the time to talk to us. I. I greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for taking my recommendation. I greatly feel honored and humbled. Awesome. Heck yeah. All right. So. All right. Well, we'll let you go. Enjoy your night. I, I love you. I and uh, to tie-dye in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hold so. on. Plug your uh, uh, plug your business real quick. Oh, yeah. If you ever need anything tie-dye, crazy tie-dye. K-R-A-Z-Y-Y-T-I-E-D-Y-E, Facebook and Instagram. She makes some dope ass tie dyes. They're like legit. Oh, that's cool. Like legit like, I, like, cool. Professional. Ones. I sell. I sell at vendor shows. I have actually one coming up this weekend. I had one two weekends ago. One again at the end of the month. Folks, I'm I can attest. Website built. I can attest. She's a legit hippie. Okay, these are real <laughs> tie dyes. <laughs> so get them crazy tie dye. Get your tie-dye shirts, tie-dye socks, underwear, whatever you want tie-dye. She'll do it. But, Michelle, thank you. Thank you. All right. I love you. I'll talk to you later. I love you. All right. Bye. Bye. She's pretty Excellent. cool. She's pretty cool. Yeah, she sounds Mich- fun. Michelle is um, technically my cousin, but okay. honestly, she's one of my sisters, sure. really. Um, yeah. And seriously, 
legit hippie. Yeah. <laughs> Those are often the best people. Yeah. They're she's, just so fun to hang out with. Yeah, no, she's the best person. That's um, cool. So I guess we move to ratings. Yeah. All righty. Let's see. Let's give it a good one. Uh-huh. If you had to rate this, ooh, on a scale of one to 333 I was floors hoping, of death. Yeah, I was hoping you were going to go with 333 <laughs> floors of death. That's what I was rooting for. Is 333, I mean, is it is that like the bottom? One is good. Okay, so <laughs> one is good. So this is golf score. Yeah, yeah so on a, I guess on a scale of 333 to one. Yeah. Yeah, where, where, whew. Um, I would rate it 222. Oof. That's where I would go Oof. with it. That's, <laughs> you're, that's e- where you're eating somebody, my friend. <laughs> you're eating someone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I kind of, yep. Yeah. There were things that I liked about it. I think, I think I liked the premise of the movie, uh, but there were things in the movie that were unanswered and it really bothered me that they were unanswered and probably not having any context was by design. Cause it, I do think that it was supposed to be just a pure look at um, society yeah. and removing any of the additional context out of it just forces you to look at the situation that they're in without any um, additional circumstances as to why they may or may not be in that situation. It kind of removes the ability to say, well, he's doing it, but he's doing it because, you know, this is how society is or or this is how the world is or this is his situation. You don't really get any of that. You just kind of get this. If they're on this floor, they act this way. And and I felt like I felt like each character was almost a, a strange like embodiment of different societal classes in in a way. For they, sure. Like yeah. the the woman who worked for the company, she was very clearly just the oblivious elite. Uh-huh. Right. Like yep. she brought a freaking dog exactly into yeah. it because she loves her dog so much. She's like, he goes everywhere I go. And she's like, we have enough for everybody. Everybody will share. Yeah. But but it was very telling that even she didn't know. So so she was oblivious to what went on, but also didn't know what she didn't know. Because she's like, there's 200 floors. When clearly there's 133 more floors. Yeah. So there's so they were they were definitely a take on that. I felt like um, I felt like the old man was basically accepting his fate and accepting his lot in life. And he's like, this is what we do. This is life. Get over it. And you kind of see that with the items that they use or that they bring because. He's got a knife. That's a really practical he thing has to a bring. Utilitarian, yeah. Item, yeah. And she's got. She brought a, another mouth to feed. Yeah, she brought a handbag, animal, <laughs> right? Yeah. And and I feel like the main character is this type of idealist, almost. Exactly. Absolutely, he's an idealist. That's why she wanted to be paired with him. Yeah. She got to pick, and also she lost the irony of it. Like it, the irony was wasted on her that she got to pick the person she went into the cell with. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I chose you because you chose a book and not a knife or a gun. Right. I thought you'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So so I liked that part of the movie. I liked that part of the movie. But I felt like there were things that weren't fleshed out enough for my enjoyment. I didn't like the torture. I didn't like that end of the movie. And I figured that I probably wasn't going to like all of the movie just based on the premise of what the little synopsis was. Yeah. So, I don't know. I picked 222 because that was like one third of the way. That's fair. So, like, there are things that I liked about it, but it's not something that I'm going to go back to. And I think that I think that looking at that movie, it it offered a critique of society, but I don't know if it offered any type of suggestions on how to improve society. Yeah. And I think that that might be what my biggest issue is with it. Okay. Yeah. I like. I'm gonna give it. You know, you went 222. I'm gonna get 111. Okay. All right. Two thirds way up. Um, yeah. I'm a little bit higher. I think I'm gonna rewatch it. Yeah. But more so, not because I absolutely loved it. Sure. Um. More so, I'm just. I just want to rewatch to kind of redigest it and pick out some of the, you know, some of the, maybe the more minute details and stuff like that. I'm sure um, that there are things. I, that I we really didn't pick enjoyed up. the dialogue. 
Um, I felt like it was almost written like anime dialogue. But once again, that could be it was lost in translation sure. a bit. Um, but I really enjoyed the dialogue and the the play between the characters. I enjoyed that it the story unraveled itself. Yeah, as it went on. That's true. I did like and, that, and I do like. I just my own personal taste. I like a dark, gritty story that kind of gets into the more dark parts of. Uh, people's psyche and stuff like that. that that always it's just something that is interesting to me so yeah i'll give it 111 i'm probably yeah. gonna give it another watch somewhere down the road what did kendra feel about it because she watched it with you right uh yeah she didn't say much she said it was like <laughs> she was interested yeah. i think she i think she enjoyed it but i i'm guessing she'd probably be closer where you are yeah that she didn't love it and she didn't really feel like the plot made a whole lot of sense sure not not necessarily that but she she was like I, um she kind of had some of the same questions you did like, yeah why yeah uh, I, and she's like that yeah, i feel like there's so much more i want to know sure um, yeah in movies that's a fine line for a movie to draw because because if you want to have this ending where it's open to interpretation i think that that can be neat but i think that it has to be done in a certain way to make it a satisfactory ending i feel like if uh, more often than not, when a movie does that or a series does that and they like leave the ending open to interpretation, I don't feel like there's any resolution yeah. to it. Like, yeah, sometimes it's a cop out, honestly. Yeah. It's like rather than actually give you a resolution or an ending, I'll leave it open ended and you'll just think I'm artistic. Right. When, right. Really, when really it's just like yeah. there's no satisfying way to end this story, which <laughs> I mean, that could be a weakness of a story if you can't find a logical conclusion that feels satisfying. Sure, yeah. Or do they not want to commit to anything? Like if if they don't want to they don't want to drive drive in the nail at the very end, then I don't, I don't know. To me it just kind of it's kind of eh. It's yeah. kind of eh. I guess so, that. But I I liked the premise of it. I thought it was a unique premise. There are things that I definitely liked about the oh, movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I don't know. You know, would I have liked it more if for sure, he survived and took the kid all the way up. Like, if, if I know without a shadow of a doubt that that actually happened. I don't know. I don't know if I would... I, I actually don't know. Because I don't, I don't know anything about the company. Yeah. Or or the prison or whatever it was. Is it a government <laughs> entity? I don't know. No. Was it a was it a corporation? I don't know. Yeah. That that piece is unsatisfying. Yeah. I I really I'm right there with you. I, when she was going up, I was like, I want to see what happens when she gets to the top. And I'm sure. like... And as soon as she was going up and they started kind of like the it's red and the floors are rushing past her. I was like, they're about to cut to the credits. Yep. I felt it coming and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> and that's what happened. And I mean, that's what it is. But yeah. Cool. Another one in the books. Another one in the books. All right. So next week. Next week. Um, I have a recommendation for you. I'm ready for it. I've been sandbagging this one for a while. Okay. Because I felt like. We needed to build trust. <laughs> okay. And that, you know, I'm not genuinely trying to give you something you're going to hate. Okay. There's a strong possibility here, though. You're not going to recommend zombie strippers, are you? No, that sounds pretty dope, though. Okay. Um, All right. But no, I have a music recommendation for you. Okay. I, I've created a playlist for you on Spotify. Oh, I'll okay. Put a, I'll put a link in the description of this video, as well as for when the episode comes out. But the band is a 1980s punk band named Crass. Okay. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, I didn't even come with a backup because I know <laughs> most people haven't heard of this. Even in the punk scene, I would say it's a little bit... Not that they're underground, but it's not a band that a lot of people like. Okay. So, fair warning a little bit about this. Their music is uh, brash it is abrasive. It is sometimes physically uncomfortable to listen to. Interesting. Okay. All right. Um, and also, I mean, these guys, uh, like I said, late 70s, early 80s, punk music. For them, their music was a political movement. Okay. Not purely for entertainment. So, lyrically, it is all, there's not metaphors there's not, you know, there's not flowery imagery. Sure. Literally, all the lyrics are blunt, straightforward. They are anti-government. 
They are anti-religion, they are pro-feminist, and they are anti-violence and war. They started kind of a movement called the Peace Punks. Okay. So, um, and we'll kind of get it. They have a, an interesting history and an interesting place in music. That's, um, yeah, okay. They're a British band. So, like I said, you have to go into it. I'm not trying to get political um, or make any political statements. That's, you know, we don't really do that here. Right. But that's just, that's what their music was. Sure. Um, okay. But this is the music I was listening to as like, as a teenager. Okay. Um, I just ask you have an open mind because like I said, lyrically, you're probably gonna be like, this is not very poetic. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, well, and it's, idea? I mean, and it's, they're anarchists okay. and you know what I mean? They're, and like I said, anti-government, anti-religion, anti, anti any kind of establishment. Sure. And that's okay. literally what all the music is about. That was a lot of punk in that time frame, though. Too, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. This was a political movement. But I assure you, I promise you, you have never heard music that sounds like this. Even in the punk scene, nobody made music. I've never heard anybody make music that sounds the way this does. Okay. All right. Um, Color me so intrigued. You may you may hate it. It's a short playlist. It's 13 songs. Okay. Some of them are like a minute and a half, two minutes long. Okay. Um, but it's going to be... It's going to be something, huh? Yeah. Okay. yeah it's going to be interesting. All right. And, and you said their name was the Crass? Their name is just Crass. Oh, Crass. Okay. Probably gives me a good description of their music, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but I think you might find it... I think you may find it... <laughs> intriguing okay all right or you may hate it most people don't like it really all right i will i mean i'm gonna go into it with an open mind i'm I'm excited to hear it and uh, i think we'll i think we'll you know we will definitely have something to talk about next episode oh for sure of that i'm sure (laughs) (laughs) so uh i think that about wraps it up for this episode yeah yeah absolutely all right well uh crew uh, hey, if you want to give us a recommendation, do that. We'll call you. We'll put you on the show. Yeah. Or you can come in. Or you can come in. Yeah, we've got extra mics. And you can just send those uh, recommendations right over to getrectpod at gmail.com. That's, That's G-I-T-R-E-C-D-P-O-D at gmail.com. That's right. I'm glad you do it because the very first time that I tried to do it, I misspelled it. <laughs> so- <laughs> Horribly, yes. Horribly. <laughs> It's Mike's show. He doesn't know how to spell the name. I don't know anything, guys. <laughs> I teach art. I don't know words. That's a common thread in my life. <laughs> um, but until next time, guys, stay wrecked out there. Stay wrecked out there.